Am I 100% sure? Are we 100% sure that I can go and work on building a startup while we're on the road? Hey, this is Heath Paget, and welcome to the RV Entrepreneur Podcast, episode 67. The past three years, Alyssa and I have lived, worked, and traveled full-time in an RV. We built our business together. We create and publish content on the same blog, YouTube channel, everything else. And we started our lives together in this ridiculously small space. The conversation you're about to hear is Alyssa and I sitting at the dinette in our RV about a month ago. It was me asking Alyssa if this whole software startup from the road thing was worth it. I've been working on campground booking for the better part of a year now. We have a few campgrounds in our system in beta mode giving us feedback, a first version of our product that's live, and also a few larger deals in the pipeline. At this point, we're still hustling and doing what we can to achieve what they in the tech space call product market fit. The point at which we have multiple paying customers in the system, telling their friends about us, and it means that we validate a product. It's something that could be scaled into something much bigger than us. Product market fit is something a lot of companies never reach. Reaching it doesn't mean you'll be successful, just that you're onto something that could potentially work out, and now comes the real work. On the flip side, everything Alyssa and I have been doing on the personal side of our business, Paget Creative LLC, with video production, creating content for brands and sponsors, income through our website, and what you may call our personal brand at Heath and Alyssa is doing really well. We're constantly finding new opportunities and paid clients who are reaching out to us this fall. We're shooting six campground videos along our route. Our website is finally producing a little bit of the ever-elusive passive income. I brought on a couple sponsors on the podcast, which you probably heard if you've been listening. And on top of all that, we just returned from a paid trip to the Florida Keys where we spent a week playing tourists while vlogging and capturing content for a few articles for Winnebago. What we have on the personal brand side of our business is momentum, but not on the startup side yet. And if we can continue monetizing our personal brand, why am I stressing out and pushing myself to build campground booking and get it off the ground when we're already making a full-time income and then some through all these other avenues? Why not just keep creating content, doing client projects, sourcing sponsors, and taking on the occasional free vacation? I guess what I'm trying to ask myself is, is it worth it to bust my ass on the startup or should I just enjoy our travels and earn a decent income as we explore America and have plenty of free time? Just trying to decide, do I even want to try to build campground booking and I know that I do but on the flip side of things like I could we could just keep doing what we're doing making videos and sponsorships and everything else and like that's a pretty awesome life and knowing uh, like how much time a startup's gonna take and how much energy it's gonna take and like to really go into it and, mm-hmm. and he was he he his thoughts he was just like not really advised but he's like these are just you know like what I'm thinking he's like you know we're both really young you know we don't have kids yet and we really have more time now than we'll probably ever have. So it's like, it's not like you're spending 80 hours a week. He's like, I think it's okay to spend a lot of time working on something if you really want it to do well. The person I'm referencing in this conversation is my friend Nate, who you'll meet on an upcoming episode. Him and his wife, Kara, have been traveling around the world for the past year and a half and runs a t-shirt printing business and a popular YouTube channel at Kara and Nate. So he kind of understands the whole personal brand and business dilemma while also traveling think in our culture like we have this perception that you know like we want all this time and freedom but it's like I think it's okay to pour yourself into something and let it take out a bunch of hours if you're passionate about it and it's not going to get any easier with kids or anything and so basically I think what was coming out of that was just like it's okay for you to like pour yourself into something it's not like you're working a corporate job and having to pour 80 hours a week into somebody else's thing but you know you can do that with campground booking I feel like the bigger question is am I 100% sure are we 100% sure that I can go and work on building a startup while we're on the road because I feel like part of my reservation is wanting you wanting you to be by my side and feel like 
it's okay that I pour a bunch of time and effort into building this business mm -hmm. because I know it's going to be a sacrifice for us to, for me to really go into this. And I want to make sure that we're on that together. I, I guess I just wanted to kind of... Did you talk to Paul? Paul's my co-founder for Campground Booking. I had talked with him. I basically told him some of the stuff that was going through my head at the moment, frustrated with not being further along. And he walked me through his whole experience with bootstrapping startups first going after funding, something he has experience in. And he pretty much just told me that I needed to chill out and be patient. After all, we decided to keep our day job, aka our clients, and all of our work through our personal side of our business and treat this company as a side hustle, essentially, until we start producing revenue. For better or worse, it was a different approach than trying to raise a bunch of money and dive in head first and an approach that takes more time. What you're about to hear is from my call with Paul. Yeah, no, I mean, it would be nice to be able to put more focus on it and start being able to hire and all that other stuff. But it just takes a bit of time for that ramp. And the ramp doesn't look like a startup ramp. It's not a revenue ramp. It, the ramp that you're talking about here is just getting the, the verbal momentum out there that you are around and are going to be able to do this. And here's the thing that backs it. Here's the actual piece of software that'll handle it. Here's the actual team that's going to do it for you. Then once you get that word spread and rolling, that's when you hit the ground running because guess what? You've built the reputation already. We, we talked about there's the two different paths. There's the, the big company path, the, the, you know, I want a startup that goes and becomes one of the unicorns. So I want to go for that VC capital that builds on itself and that kind of thing, you know, where I'm just using it as marketing dollars to push the next thing and push the next thing and push the next thing. Or there's the long running lasting company that isn't a unicorn, but does well at, you know, 20 mm a year. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we, we had discussed going for that second one. <laughs> yeah. Not going for the $300 million company. You know, if we ever get to the point where we can make that leap, cool, but that's not the goal. Yeah. Whereas the goal of somebody who's going after VC is to hit that company, that, you know, that unicorn company. Yeah. Whereas the goal of a bootstrap, a company who's intending on a revenue path, whether we get small amounts of like loan-based funding or that kind of thing, or, you know, fund strap. I don't know if you've seen that thrown around. I've heard it, yeah. If you go after that kind of capital or you're going, you know, that, that more long-term vision, the ramp is a very different vehicle than the startup ramp. This made sense. I guess I've just seen and read about so many startups that reach this massive explosive growth and in six months, they're bought for millions or have a crazy amount of traction. And maybe these outlier stories have skewed my vision for what the startup process would actually look like and feel like. Maybe I'm just being impatient. After all, this is my first time to do this whole software startup from a founder perspective. It's all new, and it was good to hear Paul's vision for this, that maybe we aren't on the wrong path. Maybe the path is just slow and intentionally that way. Okay, back to my conversation with Alyssa. You've been taking over more and more of Heath and Alyssa. <laughs> becoming like Alyssa and a little bit of Heath, you know, as far as like our Facebook group, our emails, you've done a great job of coordinating blogs to go live and you're doing our videos. And really I've been bulk doing podcasts and having Kelsey has been so helpful. We've kind of been working ourselves into a place where like something like this is possible to do because I don't have that much time commitment over the next three to six months other than our stuff and travel. You know what I mean? The biggest thing that scares me in this scenario is where I devote more time to the startup versus more time to the personal brand. It's that I don't want to put too much weight on Alyssa. It's not that I don't think she can handle it. I know that she can. She's already running the majority of our business as I've been working more on campground booking. It's that we've built all this together. 
it feels wrong to build up our blog, podcast, YouTube channel, client work, and community, and then just walk away from it and hand it all over to her and say, good luck. There's no part of me that wants to do that, and it doesn't seem fair to her or us. But I also want to focus on building campground booking, hence the dilemma between personal brand and startup. What do, what do the next two to three years look like for us one way or the other? Say campground booking was completely removed from the picture. If we just focus on Heath and Alyssa, we keep cranking out posts, content, work with bigger and bigger sponsors. I don't know if like Winnebago is probably the biggest, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if it, maybe we just do more work, you know, have more client work, generate more income from our site, keep building a great lifestyle business, which is nothing to knock. You know, maybe we do a job board or something and bring in more passive income. Campground booking is kind of like the going for it big thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like if it does really well, maybe it sells for $30 million. And I know that's like pie in the sky, but that that's, that's what we're going after. And whether or not it's successful is a totally different thing. It feels ridiculous and crazy scary to even say this out loud. $30 million from nothing. I feel like an idiot kind of saying this, but also it's true. That's what we're working towards. And that's the big goal. I believe in you. And I know that you're a good businessman. You're really smart. You know how the game works and people really like you and people want to work with you. And I know that regardless of whatever the company is that you start, that you're going to do really well. But it's just a matter of you committing and doing it and not spinning your wheels. Because I see you do that a lot. And not getting stuck in stupid little stuff that doesn't matter. Because I see you doing that a lot. Is there something in my teeth? No, you just looked like you were about to smile. (laughs) (laughs) I love you. Alyssa is always on my team, despite me having brought up this conversation on probably 20 different occasions. And I debated on whether or not I wanted to share this episode with you guys. I thought maybe I'd sit on it for six months like I did the last one, or maybe a year or two, and if everything worked out okay, I could publish it and say a bunch of philosophical things and be all rah-rah, this is what I learned. Or if it didn't work out, then maybe I just would never publish this. (laughs) But I don't think real life or real business works like that. It's not that clean cut. It's more of dirty in the trenches. And everything is way more unknown. It's less sexy. This whole personal brand or startup thing is still an ongoing conversation in the Paget RV. But Alyssa did light a fire underneath me to get off my bum and get some things moving forward. The next few days after this conversation, I did some cold calls and emails while we were in Myrtle Beach and actually spent yesterday in the front office of a 2,000-site campground here in town, shadowing the managers, pitching them on our software, and getting feedback on what we have built so far. And this campground's not using online reservations yet, so we had a lot of good stuff to talk about. I don't know if they'll buy, but it feels good to be making some type of progress and getting feedback from real potential customers and working towards this goal for ourselves, first sitting around and overthinking things. And I haven't yet figured out the best balance between a personal brand and this new business. At the moment, we're going to keep cranking out content, doing client work, hosting another RV Entrepreneur Summit, and making sure we pay the bills. But when the time permits during evenings and weekends and whenever I can slot it, I'm doing my best to keep things moving with campground booking. I think this is my best option for now. Keep doing the work that pays, and once a software startup is bringing in more revenue, I can devote more time and energy to it. And a really good question my friend Ryan asked me recently in regards to spending all this effort to get this new company off the ground was, why? Why not just enjoy your time on the road and continue what you're already doing? Why do you feel the need to go out and work on a startup when you already have a great life on the road? It's a really good question, Ryan, and one that I'll hopefully have a better answer for on an upcoming episode. Until then, thank you guys for tuning in to the mini episodes. 
where I document what it's like building a startup while on the road and also interview other RV entrepreneurs and share helpful tips for you guys as you're transitioning to life on the road. I'm Heath Badgett, and you're listening to the RV Entrepreneur Podcast.